Welcome to the Life in the Stocks podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Matt Stocks. I'm the host, and the show features unedited, in-depth, candid conversations with a wide range of musicians, actors, comedians, and creatives. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe to Life in the Stocks on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and indeed all major podcast platforms. Be sure to give me a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well, at MattStocksDJ. That way you can keep up to date with all of my live Q&A dates, my DJ performances, and of course, who's coming up on the show as well. But without further ado, let's crack on with the show, shall we? Here we go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. How are you, brother? It sounds hectic in the Pritchard household. I was, I was having a little rave off, at least the lashes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what else is there to do in this current climate other than have it up large at home? Why not? Well, yeah, that's pretty much what I've done over the last 24 hours, to be honest with you. <laughs> You've been going... You... I, I, I made a paper hat as well. <laughs> Amazing. Out of greaseproof paper. <laughs> Arts and Crafts with Matt Pritchard. So have you been going a little bit stir-crazy, mate? <laughs> Did you make one for Lemmy as well? Oh, I should have. Well, you know what, mate? There's still time. I'll be honest, Matt. He just sat and looked at me off. What is he up to? So first things first... Um, are you because you're an outdoors man you like to get out there every day run you know get on your bike swim take lemmy for a walk um obviously you can still do that to some extent but has this lockdown got you a little bit antsy and and climbing the walls to some extent well if you if i'm making paper hats or a piece of paper then i think that says a lot I don't like staying in the house, Matt, but um, I just, because uh, I've just been going on, because I've been going on the block, I have, and I do like, the, I call it the Pentwin Loop. It's only two miles, so I'll take Lemmy for a two-mile walk around there, and then I'll just go for a run around there then. But um, I've literally got a Watt, a watt by God coming on Friday, so I'll just stick that on my decking, the weather's nice, and I'll just cycle on the decking, I'll blast some music, and just... Do my neighbours head in? <laughs> Nothing new there then. No, I mean they've almost had twenty years of me living next door to them, so I felt sorry for them back in the day. But there we are. <laughs> and how's the home gym coming along? Yeah, I just well, as you know yourself, my house is turned upside down at the moment, apart from my kitchen. But um, yeah, you only need a few little things really: resist resistant bands, few weights, and just. Enough core exercises, and then I got my bike then for cardio, and I got my running around the block. So uh, I mean, we can still go running, can't we? As long as you're doing it. I, I don't know how they work that out. What the social distancing? No, because you can go out. You can only go training once a day. It's like, well, if a copper hasn't seen me do it the first time, I can get away with it the second time. <laughs> yeah, it's my first jog, officer. Honest. Honestly, honest promise, it's the first, it's the first, but the thing is, there's no, where I live, there, 
there's literally no one around. Obviously, there is the odd person here and there. So the social distancing is not a problem at all. And I haven't been anywhere near town for almost a week and a half, two weeks because of this virus. So, yeah, just do my, do my best, really. And let's break for a song, Matt, and then we'll come back and we'll talk some more. Uh, you've picked out, like everybody has been, a five-song playlist to the end of the world, five songs to take down with you into the quarantine bunker and enjoy as the uh, the world goes up in flames. And how about this to get us started? It couldn't be you know, more appropriately titled Europe with The Final Countdown. <laughs> I love it. So what has been, dude, the impact on your businesses as a businessman? Obviously, you've got, you know, sleep when, you, sleep when you're dead barbers. You've got Lemmy's Chop Shop for the dog grooming. Uh, assumedly, they're both now closed down. How long have they been shut? Uh, everything closed this Tuesday. And you can imagine as a business owner and, and being self-employed myself, 
and having staff. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it's pretty scary times, I'll be honest. Uh, but, because, you know, we were really unsure what was going on, whether we were going to get supported by the government or what was going to happen. And that was, you know, you know, the first thing in my head was, Christ, all these years of building a business, and it's all about to be taken away from you. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not Labour. I don't don't really like any politicians, to be honest with you, because they just they've been proven liars. But um, I will give it. I will say something. Uh, as far as my businesses are concerned, I'm pretty stoked. The government have given us uh, my employed staff eighty uh, percent of their wages. Uh, they are coming up with grants and stuff like that. So, I mean, go, moving forward, I know my staff are going to be fine. Uh, well, that's good. Shops will be fine. Okay, it's going to be hard times, but you know we'll get through it. And um, the best thing to do is just look at it as a uh, look at it from a positive outlook rather than uh, I think it's all grim, really, because at the end of the day, we all we'll still be breathing at the end of it. Yeah, we hope. I mean, it's still early days with that as well, but I, I completely hear what you're saying. Mindset is everything with scenarios like this, and I think it is important now more than ever to hold dear what we have, be grateful for what we do have, and as you say, just kind of bunker down and uh, and get on with it, I guess, with a smile on our face and a song in our heart. Yeah, because the thing is, if there's, no, there's no point panicking and stressing, because if you're stuck in a house panic and stressing, your mental health is going to go sideways. I mean, I'd say I spoke to somebody the other day and I said, I bet prescriptions for happy tablets and, you know, and stuff like that are going to go through the roof. Yeah. And, you know, there's, you know, there's, I mean, I'm lucky. There's a lot of people out there who are going to go bankrupt, lose their jobs, and just, I've got no money coming in at all. Uh, oh, man, that's, that's pretty hard, of course, to think of. So, um, yeah. Let's just try to look on the bright side of life, eh? Uh, when you own, like, the, the premises or have to rent the premises, assumedly you're still, you've got overheads on those that are still going out. You're still obviously having to pay yeah. to, keep, to keep the space. Is that what's happening with both the barbershop and the, um, you know, the dog grooming compound? <laughs> it's all, I did literally just spoke to my accountant this morning. Um, all I cared about is my staff, as long as they get paid. Uh... And the next thing I need to worry about is what's happening with rents and all that kind of stuff. But as far as I know, as far as the government's gone with my VAT payments and tax tax payments, they've all been put on over. Business rates have been cancelled, which is great. Uh, so that's that's one of the, that's a big financial worry that is because business rates in the city centre are massive, so they've been just taken off us, which is which is you know which I'm really grateful for. Yeah. Um, it's still sort of a little bit in the air, but uh, it's looking it's looking pretty good. You know, we, you know, we're, we're, we still have to pay certain things back, but they've given us a lot of time to they've given us a lot of time to pay it off over a certain amount of months. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's break for another tune. We'll come back in a bit and talk some more. Uh, I say a tune, right? I've, I've given you a five-song, you know, parameter in which to work, and uh, you've tried to smuggle in the entire Live Aid gig by Queen as one of your songs, which, you know, I love. I have to commend that, and why not? Are you but actually going to play the whole 20 minutes? I, I can't do the whole set. We'll have to pick one track, but if nobody's seen it on YouTube, it's on there, isn't it? And you know, it's something that I know that you enjoy watching time and time again. Would you say that's your all-time favourite live concert that you've, you've witnessed in video um, form? You know what? If I go party and party and stuff, when I come back to my house, I'm wrecked. That's the first thing I put on every time. I walked, <laughs> I, 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 when I get wrecked, sometimes I get, I get quite autistic. And I no, just, that doesn't sound like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, can, I just, I've listened to it so many times but it still gives me goosebumps. So that says that says a lot. And you know when Freddie goes and sits on the piano, yeah. tunes it up a little bit, and then he just hits those ivories with uh, that Bohemian Rhapsody tune. And I just get goose pimples all the time, and I just love it. And then he just does Radio Gaga, and he's just got the crowd in his hands. What absolute hero. Amazing. Which, which song should we play then? Do you want to do Bohemian Rhapsody? I'd say Radio Gaga, 
Brady. He only plays a little bit of Bohemian Rhapsody, just that ding, 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 ding. But uh, I say Radio Gaga because he got really. That was at the point where he must have known he fucking had every single person in his fingertips. Let me ask you this, Matt. Has the ironing board been making an appearance over the last few days? <laughs> you been doing any party ironing? Oh, I haven't done any. I haven't done any party ironing since I've been tall with you. <laughs> well, I think it's time we got another tour booked up, then, isn't it? We need some ironing on the case. <laughs> I'm actually talking to venues as we speak, so um, you know, hopefully when everything dies down a little bit and the dust settles we can hopefully have some uh, some more shows to announce which would be good wouldn't it i think when shows do start happening again as well 
tickets are going to sell and people are going to want to get out there and, and you know experience live entertainment live music because we've been depraved of it for however long we're going to be i think when when shows start happening again uh people are going to be rushing out hopefully you know you'd like to think in their droves to go and see them right after having been cooped up for however long yeah you, you really do appreciate what you've got well, we don't really appreciate what you've got until it's been taken away from you. And this is a prime example of what's happening now. So I think, yeah, like you said, when this is stopped, when everyone's allowed to freely roll around again, I think we're all going to appreciate things a little bit more than what we did before. I hope the pubs and, you know, the restaurants and all the hospitality trade sees a nice spike as well. Obviously, they've been hit hard with all of this. Um, You know, I think when they do open again, I'm definitely going to be down there having a booze up and some food and... Yeah, because I know a lot of people at restaurants, and it's just like, oh man, it's just like you can see it when they talk about it. And you can see it in their faces, like how much they didn't, they just didn't close the doors. Yeah, you know, people like chefs and stuff. They, they you know, they live in those places. They, you know, they eat, sleep, and work in those places pretty much. And when you're gonna shut the doors for the last time until you just don't know when, it's quite upsetting, isn't it? Yeah, especially with the more independent, you know, exactly, yeah. smaller the, businesses. Smaller businesses. It looks like the environment's doing good on, on the plus side. You see a lot of things in the news about, you know, the sky clearing and water's clearing and ocean's clearing and pollution yeah, on the streets all... dropping. And... Yeah, well, I think that's... I think we're giving the earth a lot. I think we're giving the earth a massive breath of fresh air. Yeah, a little breather. Yeah, because I'm such a geek, I've actually got a flight app. Okay. And I went on there, I was like, right, let me have a look how many planes are in the air. Ah, they're bloody rammed. So I don't know what they're on about. <laughs> there's still loads, is there? Oh, there's shit loads. It just goes to show, even like when the world's pretty much grounded, planes are grounded, it just goes to show how many are still up in the air. Uh, I mean, pretty stoked to see that the Earth's having a bit of a rest as well, which is which is nice to which is nice to see. The CO two levels are down. Now's a good so, time to be eating good as well, isn't it? Cooking from home and taking care of your body, changing yeah, up you your diet. What, do you know what? Because I, I came up with this idea. I, I never. I, I thought about it before, and then some of my mates have said about me cooking live on Instagram, and I just thought. Oh, it's a good idea actually I'm stuck in the house everyone else is stuck in the house I thought show myself cooking some easy recipes for people to cook and follow follow along so I think I'm going to do it on this Saturday amazing I'm going to put the ingredients out on, I'll take a photo of the ingredients what people need to buy on the Friday and then on the Saturday I'll just do a live cook live cook off from Pritchard's kitchen amazing mate you need to do that you've got all the tools and as you yeah. say Nobody's got much else going on, so... Might as well see a fucking mad Welshman swearing his fucking head off and cutting his fingers off in the kitchen. Fucking happy days. That's it. You know, if it's Instagram Live, there's no need for censorship. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got to keep my my P's and Q's down a little bit, I suppose. For the housewives, the housewives' favourite. How have you been finding food shopping and all of that? Do you still get the home delivery stuff? Because I've got a business, I've got cash and carry thing. Yeah. So I didn't go out bulk buying any of that bloody nonsense because I just know there's plenty of food to go around. But uh, I did go to book and cash and carry. I got myself just a slab, slab of beans. If worse come to the worst, then a huge bag of rice. And that's all you need. And yeah, I mean, Christ, you know, if worse comes to the worst, that's all you need, really. You know? And uh, But there, there is a lot of stuff in my cupboards which you just forget about and I've sort of just been seeing what I can do so I've got loads of dried beans and stuff so I've been soaking them overnight and then cooking them and stuff and so I'm just utilising what I've got left in my cupboards and sort of rustling things up which is quite uh, which is quite nice dude I would say because I've found doing these daily radio shows it keeps me busy it keeps me productive it's really nice checking in with people and having a chat I would say, if it's not too massive an undertaking, is maybe you should just start doing little small recipes every day, just once a day or every other day even. Yeah, do you know what? I'd like to do that, but my setup that I've got is just my phone. <laughs> it's just my phone. I haven't got a bloody, uh, uh, what do you call it, a thing to hold my phone up. So it's 
going to be pretty raw, to be honest, but hey, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's a laugh, isn't it? That's but the Pritchard way. Have you not got a laptop you could do and do like a webcam on that? Yeah, I have, but can you get um, Instagram stories on that? I'm not sure about Insta. You could do a Facebook Live. You could certainly do a Facebook Live. Because, you know, I might just do one for Insta. I might do one for... Uh... Facebook, I'll, try, I'll have to sort it out before Saturday, but I'll, I'll, well, there's a way, I'll find a way of doing it. But after this, um, after this virus is pissed off, then um, there definitely will be more uh, recipes coming from my kitchen, but with a proper setup. I've only speaking to a few people already. So. Nice. <laughs> so that's that's in the works, is it? Yeah, well, Dink's help with a bit of advice and Scott Cady and stuff, so there's all... Uh, it's just me getting to grips with editing. <laughs> I hear you, mate. I mean, I'd like to be filming my podcast if I could, but it's just the extra effort and, and hours and, and, you know, money on a setup that it needs. If you want to do it, you want to do it right, don't you? So you want to have it looking good. And that just takes a bit more extra time and, and dough to uh, to have the right setup required. Let's. I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that in a minute. Let's have a break for another song now. Your favourite, yeah. Motorhead. Obviously, Phil Campbell's a good pal of yours. Yeah. Have you spoken to Phil in the quarantine? Is he all right? I haven't seen, I haven't seen Phil for ages. I mean, I texted him. Was it text him last month? Because uh, we, we were about to do some of the 40 skateboards. So um, I just wanted his permission. And he said, yeah, cool, go ahead. So um, but, uh, as far as I'm concerned, he's doing all right with his new band, Phil Bastard. Uh, Phil Bastard. <laughs> Phil, Bastard. <laughs> yeah. Phil Campbell in the past. Didn't you get given one of their drumsticks one night as well for a little bit of the drumstick ass slapping that you used to do on stage? Yeah, they were playing in, I think it was uh, Bournemouth. They were playing in Bournemouth the same night as we were doing a, a P versus D show. So, or the D Sasha show, actually. So, we went to see them first. We bought and Mickey D gave us his drumsticks. So, me and me and Dane showed his drumstick. And then Mickey D and Phil Campbell come to see our gig then. And they they got to see what we did with Mickey D's drumsticks. Well, mine went up my ass, and then Dink's went up his ass, and then <laughs> yeah, we, we we played drumstick ass. <laughs> I think the look on uh, Mickey D's face was uh, was priceless. <laughs> I thought I'd seen it all until this. Um, why have you gone with this song? It's a pretty deep cut. This one, I like it. In the name of tragedy. Right. And that song, I just love it. I mean, I, 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 I much rather listen to Motorhead live. Well, we'll, like, we'll like, get a live version of this track then. I'll dig one out. Yeah, it's just, just the way that, you know, that, that Lemmy's bass, that drone of his bass, and just everything about the song is just amazing. This is uh, one of the best songs of Inferno, in my own opinion. And indeed, that's of my colleagues. That's why we're fucking playing it. It's called In the Name of Tragedy.
the Lemmy documentary is on Netflix at the moment as well. So people, if they haven't seen that, absolutely need to check that out. I watched it again for the first time in a few years the other night and just kind of makes you sad, doesn't it? That so many figures like that are no longer with us. And again, it just reminds you, if you get the chance to see these bands that you love, get out there and see them. A, before the people that are in the bands grow old and pass away, but also B, when the quarantine virus hits and shuts down live music across the world, <laughs> when it kicks back up again, that is the time to get out there and fucking rock your balls, isn't it? And see all these bands live whilst we can. Yeah, that's why, you know, when Lemmy died that Christmas, we, were, I, I, we had tickets to go and see him that January, and that was, you know, I just wanted to see him one last time because I knew... You know, he wasn't well. That he wasn't in the that he wasn't in his best way, and I just thought, oh, I really hope I can, because you know, Lemmy would have gone stage if he was still not in the best way. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and then yeah, just hear the news, I got it. I was like, fuck, man, I just really wanted to see him one last chance. But yeah, you're right. And I think Ozzy Osbourne, man, you know, if we get if we get a chance to go and see Ozzy and Sabbath play, let's just do it now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Ozzy's already had to postpone. I think two of his solo tours and yeah if it you know if it does go ahead then I'm absolutely going to be at least one show if not a couple more because this will be his last tour if he gets to do it this will 100% be his last so we've got to get out there and see him man yeah and just a message to the younger generation out there these are the proper rock and rollers these these they lived it they fucking went mental you don't understand. Oh, they're just national treasures, isn't it? Here's a cool story I heard from Benji from Skindred the other day. Because um, Whitfield Crane from the band Ugly Kid Joe was very tight with Lemmy. And he was out in Los Angeles. And the kind of, I guess, the Motorhead crew, the Motorhead chapter over there, invited Whit up to the Rainbow to meet them. And they gave him this handwritten letter from Lemmy with a bullet with some of his ashes in because he'd put in his will that he wanted one of his bullet belts to be filled with his ashes and then each bullet given to a certain close friend of his. And, uh, yeah, Wick got given one recently. No way. How fucking cool is that? What? I fucking might want a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the denim jacket, haven't you? You've got the Welsh wanker honorary motorhead crew denim jacket, which is pretty good. Yeah, guest off Phil, that was. What's Kira saying? How How is it in Ireland? What's the situation over there? Oh, she's just uh, helping out um, with the farmers with the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, no, she's, she's cool, man. She's, well, she works in IT and yeah, well, she works in the financial business with IT. So she can work from home on a computer. Nice. So she's pretty much working 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. Uh, but I think things are starting to slow down a little bit because people are cancelling their subscriptions, blah, blah, blah. Like most people, really. Everyone's fucked in some form or another, but she's cool. She's she, all good. But she's all right. She, she's at home on lockdown as well. Yeah, she's on lockdown. It's my birthday on Monday. And right. she had a surprise for me. She was, we were going to Mallorca to go and see our friends, Gordon Phillips from BCM. Yeah. We're going to go see him for... Few days getaway in the sun, but last been cancelled. So, Neil. Oh, mate. So, what are you going to be doing for your birthday? You're going to be making little paper hats with Lemmy in the house. I'm going to because I'm 47 on Monday. I'm going to drink 47 Elvis juices, <laughs> and then I'm going to go. Yay! <laughs> Fucking kill you. <laughs> Mate, we need a FaceTime video conference call then. I'll have to dial in. I'll crack open a few beers with you. That's wild, isn't it? That's wild. Did you feel your age? Or do you still feel young at heart? Do I fuck? I still, in my head, I'm still like 20, 25. But physically? Oh, fuck. (laughs) You're in good shape, though, aren't you? You keep in good shape. Well, you're you're in beyond good shape. You're an Iron Man. Yeah, fucking you no. Know, I'm I'm freaking healthy, but um, you know, from years of skateboarding and, and uh, a few years of doing endurance stuff, it's not really the best on your bones and stuff. But um, it's taking its toll. I, yeah, I treat good downstairs, but as soon as you warm up, you're fine. 
Love it. Well, listen, dude, let's crank on some Slayer right now. End of the world. Armageddon heavy metal music. This is Rain in Blood. working on any projects at the moment matt that you can tease or tell us about obviously you've got your two dirty vegan cookbooks out have you noticed uh you know people perhaps turning to those at the moment and seeing any online spikes in sales because of quarantine and people staying at home cooking uh yeah it's done it's done right actually there's over the two books of, uh, which i'm pretty pretty stoked about to be honest, uh, they've both gone really, really well. So, um, and you know, people always send uh, photos of recipes they've cooked from the books and stuff to tag me in them online. Yeah, that must be really nice to receive and see. Yeah, it's cool, man. I get a lot of it on Instagram, actually. So it's, it's just nice to see people cooking. And, and I think sort of, cause a lot of people who follow me are like Sanchez friends from years ago and that's, I think a lot of them have stayed and sort of a lot of them have turned vegan as well since we launched the book and the shows and everything so it's just good to see man it's just, and, and people enjoying cooking as well and you know the whole, the whole the whole aim behind the books 
is not that was to make cooking easy. Because there's nothing worse than opening up a cookbook, seeing like loads of ingredients which are really hard to source, and seeing a massive method that just puts people off. Because used to put me off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and I've got a cooking background, so I just wanted it so people open open up the recipe. They see like all these ingredients that they can get easily get from a supermarket with just a simple method, and then you know, and that sort of introduces them to vegan cooking. Because a lot of people think that vegan cooking is hard and. You know, there's there's not very many recipes, but by buying by buying my first book and second book, as you can see, there's there's plenty of recipes to see you through. Well, it's funny, isn't it? Because I think a lot of people still view even vegetarian food as like that's the side dish, like vegetables are what you have with meat as the main, and it's obviously you know doing away with that preconception and showing that actually no, you can make really hearty meals really tasty meals um and often i think quite cheap meals as well vegetables are obviously a lot cheaper than meat and fish and i could probably see quite a few people turning vegan in the next few weeks almost just out of necessity you know like to save money and eat cheap yeah i mean just make celebrate the veg man make celebrate the plants make the plants uh, the main dish and Everyone thinks veganism is really expensive. No, it can be as it can be really expensive, and it can be really cheap. It's the same with meat eating. It can be really cheap, or it can be really expensive. So uh, it depends on how you look at it, and basically just do your research. And you can read honestly, you can make such nutritious, healthy meals for for hardly anything. So um, when it when it comes to people out there thinking veganism is, is expensive, it's not. But it can be if you want it to be. What's the deal with the, the Dirty Vegan cooking shows? Are both seasons on the iPlayer? Can people view both of them currently, or is it just season two that's I up there season, at the moment? Yeah, I think season two is still available on the on the iPlayer. Just type in Dirty Vegan it's on there. Do you have a good time filming that one? Yeah, really enjoyed filming the second one. You felt like because you were sort of in the stride, in the groove. Yeah, because the first one was all new to me. I was new to the people who I was working with as well. So, you know, it's the first time they filmed a cookery show. So after doing the first one, you know exactly, going into the second one, what was expected of you and everyone else and blah, blah, blah. And I felt far more comfortable filming the second one. I met up with some great people, ice hockey players, uh, cake makers. You know, I learned a lot myself in the end in the process of filming it obviously i did the the ballroom dancing as well (laughs) (laughs) i did my cha-cha-cha and you and you catered for an entire wedding and what i loved about that is the response from all the guests at the wedding who were genuinely like blown away that vegan food could be so tasty and and they all loved it didn't they they all seemed to be really into what you'd made and i think you really kind of you know you got to play a part in somebody's special day and that must have been a real buzz as well like being part of an actual wedding yeah, you know what? That was that was most probably my favourite show because of the sheer amount of work that I had to go into it, food-wise, because it was a buffet. There's so many different things you've got to think of. Everything has to go out there if it's hot. You know, you've got to keep it hot and and just meet because I met the couple as well that were getting married. And when I was interviewing them about uh, why they're getting married and stuff, it was quite it was very emotional. And uh, for certain reasons, uh, so I, I really wanted to do a proper job, and I wanted to make the guests happy as well, and them happy, of course. So, uh, yeah, the night was we got the food out, and it was it's literally man, everyone generally genuinely did like the food, and then I had to do my piece to camera at the end, obviously, when I was everyone's partying in the background, and I remember doing my piece to camera, and I just got quite emotional, but um. Yeah, it's just stuff like that which makes it feel really, really special, I suppose. Especially seeing people with happy faces, eating food, and bringing people together. So, yeah, it was good. You're just a big softie at heart, aren't you, Matt? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's all your boyfriend? <laughs> it's all just a disguise. How's your boyfriend yeah. doing? How's Dayton? Have you been in touch with him much over the last few days? How's my boyfriend doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's all right. He's, walk, he's walking around a bit fucking loose at the moment. I did him with a strap on last night. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill me when he hears that. Uh, I FaceTimed him um, this week. 
Yeah, and he's doing all right. Funny, man. Every time he FaceTimes me, I'm just always naked. <laughs> so, well, that's the what's the point in getting dressed right now? I, I just realized the other day, because I'm on like day 10 now of quarantine, and I did nine days getting up and getting dressed every day. And then after a while, I was like, you know, I'm still going to get up and shower, of course, but, you know, I don't necessarily need to be wearing clothes. So now I'm just in like my jogging bottoms. I'm in leisure wear, Matt. I'm loving it. I feel free. I feel liberated. <laughs> Oh, wait, and you got, got it. Egg, egg, stop <laughs> fucking doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you fucking switching switches me off half the time. Fuck, you know. I love it. Well, listen, mate, I look forward to seeing you again. I hope it's not too long since, uh, you know, our next encounter when we get to hang in the flesh. Um, I'll do a trip well, to Wales when we're allowed out and about again. Out, Say it again. I said it's always legendary when we hang out. It is, and I can't wait till the next encounter. Um yes. Yeah, man, you got anything else going on? Are you planning anything for, you know, the immediate future or the long-term future in terms of more TV shows, more books, or any voiceover stuff? You, you're cooking anything up that you can tease? I'm, I'm utilising this, well, I'm guessing it's going to be three months, we're going to be stuck in the house, but I'm going to be utilising my three months to a little bit of writing, yes. Are you going to be doing your autobiography? Are you going to be working on that? Uh, that's exactly what I'll be doing. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Well, get on it, mate. Get on it. If yeah. you need any notes, then send me some chapters. I'd love to to proofread yeah, some stuff. Yeah, things, because my my brain's like fucking. My brain has just been so damaged over the years. I can't remember the fucking name. But, <laughs> you know, I guess I, that's I, the I hardest part, right? Remember, is remembering it all. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> nice one, dude. Well, listen, we're going to play out with uh, Aussie. Hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Black Sabbath, Paranoid, Pritchard, you take care, mate. Take it easy, man. Kill
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.